I'm Mel Stewart, and this is the Swim Swam Podcast. Joining me today is perhaps one of the most respected and influential swimmers in the marketplace. We're talking about five-time Olympic gold medalist, Nathan Adrian. Hey, buddy. I appreciate you dropping in. I appreciate you having me, man. It's always good to see your face. seeing what I saw was it was it last week or about you know about 10 days ago when uh, Finise came out with their their commercial for the yeah. smart goggle I was like what what's going on here this is uh the Finise smart goggle has been around for a while and there, there's mm-hmm. been other there's there there was the other there's been some other people in this marketplace trying to really get a toehold in this and it feels like Finise, the Finise Smart Goggle, has has risen to the top, and that's the choice of the marketplace. But seeing you do it, I've made me think again. And uh, so, what, what's what's you know, what is it about this this Smart Goggle that works for you? I mean, I I just like it um, because you know, and actually backing up, <clears throat> it was a very organic uh, partnership because I was actually doing a USMS thing, a US Masters Swimming Conference, and then I saw John and. And uh, John's John is the the CEO of Finis, and I was like, "Hey, man! Like, I've I've seen uh, advertisements for these goggles. Can I get my hand on a pair?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure, give them a try." So, um, you know, I'm I'm swimming pretty regularly here um, at the, at the pool that that I run with Will, and uh, and I tried them and I loved them. So I, I really just like the uh, and I got I got them right here. It's just basically it's a running clock in the in the side of your eye. But the most important part for me is too looking straight forward. I I can either pay attention to it or I can I can hone in on it. It's not distracting at all. Um, and you get you get your times, you get your splits, you get your repeats. Um, and it it makes swimming a whole lot of fun. And Mel, I don't know what age it was for you, but um, you know, when you actually start to buy into your own swimming, right? You actually start buying into your own training, you start paying attention that on the same set this week to the next week, uh, just because I tried hard, just because I put my body through a little bit of pain, um, I'm getting better. Uh, now that doesn't work uh, as a 34 year old the same way it worked as a uh, as, as a 14 year old where I could do it from day to day. It's it's a whole lot of fun and just trying to throw on some fins and paddles and go really really fast times and seeing it pop up on the uh, on the little screen. It's it just makes my workouts uh, that much more fun. In, in my day, it was the sweeping clock. It was, <laughs> it's the sweeping clock, and it was always goosenecking. And uh, I was, my head was up looking, you know, I'm looking at every split. But yeah, you're, it's interesting. It's like once you get engaged and you, you're invested in, you, in, your, in your career and it clicks for everybody at different times, um, practices get more interesting if you know where you're at at all times. And the idea that I would never have to change my head position to know that is <laughs> valuable. <laughs> um, and I, and I've been trying, you know, I, I, my, my Olympics life was over decades ago. And, but even into the nineties, people were coming out and they were saying, Hey, you need to try this. And it was always like a goggle mask. It was huge. It didn't make sense. I got to a point where I never believed that it would work, but I would hear from companies every so often and they'd send me the unit and I would try it. And we finally reached that moment where it works and it's not obtrusive 
But uh, yeah, so I, I, I felt I feel like it was a historic moment when I saw your commercial. I think that's a great call out, though, the uh, the size of the goggle, because you you really don't notice anything different. I actually raced with it at Masters Nationals. Just so we're clear, I had the the unit, the module was out of the unit, so it was totally legal. I didn't have any you know electronic performance enhancing uh, things going on. Um, but yeah, it's comfortable enough. Like it's it's small enough and sleek enough. You can dive uh, with with the goggle on and, and not worry about it falling off. So yeah, it's it's definitely um, come a long way. My understanding of Phoenix rules is that you can um, you can use the unit so long as no one's communicating with you. That's you're fine. Really? Yeah, it's legal to use a unit to, as so long as it's is you're using the unit for you, and there's not an outside person talking to you. Okay, that's They're not communicating. Cool. They can't communicate with you in your. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so it, it, you wouldn't, uh, but I mean, that's that's pretty incredible, right? Because you can definitely know your you you can get splits down to the tenth. It's pretty darn accurate. It's I I think it was very I I think that Mike Unger at FINA he's now at FINA he's a, mm-hmm. I think his title is the head of sport development at FINA and he's uh, I think he was instrumental in making this happen and I think it's forward looking for FINA because they're I think the more you more data you bring to swim. It, uh, the more interesting it is, and that is a, that's gonna. I, we're gonna see that at trials, and we're gonna see that at the Olympics. We're gonna see the use of data in the commentate in the commentary, and it's gonna be. They're trying to distill the information in a way that's digestible and not, again, obtrusive to people watching, fans watching. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, That'd I think awesome. this is the new normal. I love it. Love to hear it. Well, I, I've, I've got to ask you, since you're back in the water, where is this the is this the this podcast where you're going to announce, hey Mel, I'm going to I'm going to pop back in and do a sprint at trials, or <laughs> or, is, or is that is that are those just rumors? I've still got a qual- I've got to qualify first. I don't think any of my times would count for uh, for an Olympic trials qualifying time. So maybe you're you uh, you got to crawl the web for the next uh, the next meet I compete in to try to get that cut. It's, it, we, I think you could qualify for for trials into your early forties. That's my guess. You know, Steve West has been qualifying. He's been going to trials forever. If you know, do you know Steve West? Uh, I know of him. Yeah, the breaststroker. He's mm-hmm. you know, he was he, he. That was always a story. Who's the oldest person at trials, and how are they doing? <laughs> well, yeah, no, I don't think I'll qualify for the oldest one quite yet. But um, yeah, man. I, no, no, no announcements here, but I do like to swim and I like the feeling of, uh, of swimming really fast. So whether or not it means that I'm, I'm putting on a race suit and diving in, or like I said, I'm throwing on some fins and paddles and just going for absurd times. Uh, both of them feel good. Well, I, I, you, you, you can't leave me just yet. You have to tell me, just correct me if I'm wrong, Marin Swim School. Um, I mean, what's your title of it? Cause you're an entrepreneur. What's your, what's your title with, 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 with everything that you're doing? Are you just a <laughs> co-founder with the swim school? Uh, so it's AC Swim Club. Um, it worked out. It worked out well because it was formerly known as the Ann Curtis School of Swimming. Um, mm-hmm. I think she was a 1946 Olympian, and uh, and my last name is Adrian, and Will's last name is Copeland. So it was like, well, we can't possibly name it anything other than AC Swim Club. And uh, and you name it, you're looking at it. Um, I am a pool boy. I am a trash collector, uh, scrubbing toilets. Uh, working on you know strategic things, working on new new things, uh, just kind of a, a little bit of everything. Um, 
our our main focus is learn to swim though um that's that's kind of what we what we've landed on we have a great place to do it we got a nice warm pool um that we can that we can also do it in and uh, some good weather to do it outside so it's really fun being able to do something that we love and, and kind of spread the joy for swimming um that that will and i both experienced ourselves um and and we can get them all the way up to we and we do run a swim team too it's just it's just uh, about 20 or 30 minutes up the road in petaluma but what we can do down at our site that I'm at regularly is, is get them ready for that um, that step that they can go into maybe a summer league team. And then as they grow, as they develop, if they want to take that step forward and, and join us on the club team uh, year round swimming thing, we will always welcome them with uh, open arms. So AC Swim Club is taking up. That's your nine to five. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait for that. To, uh, those. Hold on just a sec. I'm also a secretary. I respond to emails. <laughs> you're, it's, you're getting it it's getting better. It's getting better. Right now. You're doing it right now. We're not cutting any of this. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got to have to call that person back after, after this. Um, oh. I, I'll put this into context while you're, while you're taking care of that. And I can tell everybody what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, swim, swim. You wear a lot of hats, not the, not the biggest company in the world. If I ask Coleman Hodges, our head of production, what I do, what my title is, he says, Chief Executive Officer, Custodial Duties, Swim Swam. <laughs> that's it. That is, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. He's like, <laughs> I know, I know you're working when you go clean the bathrooms and you clean the kitchen. Yeah, and I'm like, that's right, that's what I do, and that's, <laughs> uh, and I feel, I feel that's very swimmer esque. It is, you know, it's actually hard to get out of that because you mentioned that it's hard to get out of that mentality too. swimming is such an ownership sport. You need to do everything and you need to do everything as right as possible because you know, it kind of everything that you do it, it is who you are. And it's even like when you are opening a, you know, a water bottle and a little plastic top falls off. It's like, are you the person that stops, picks it up and puts it in the trash? Like, because that is that helps define you are you the person that takes six kicks off of every wall even though you're tired and you don't want to and the coach isn't looking like because those are the things that that can again define you and and who you are as a swimmer as a as a competitor um but i guess back to your question i mean yeah nine to five we're 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 here um I actually have, I mean, I have, I have to, I go pick, I'm also dad too. So, uh, I, uh, I'm picking up Parker. I, I do have to leave here at five o'clock, even though, you know, swim school business is, uh, a nights and weekends business. So I spent a lot of Sundays here this last, uh, this last year. Um, and yeah, when Will's out of town, I'm, I'm on the afternoon duty. So Parker, I go pick up Parker. We come back here, we, we feed her and she oversees some, uh, some swim lessons with me. So you're, you're not just seeing the sport from the 60,000 feet elite level you, you know you've got it from learn to swim you have it at, at the club level just bringing this back to the finesse smart goggle um is is this something that 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 young swimmers that are developing can use this is something that that they think that that would keep them engaged absolutely this is this the the smart goggle is such an awesome engagement tool um it, it really can make a big difference so like one of the things that you can always do for for young athletes or, or most of the time you can do with young athletes is have them race right and that just gets them fired up that gets them going that gets them working hard without even knowing they're working hard the trick is how to kind of get that hard work out of them when you're doing you know some other things and and one of the ways you get them there is, is getting paying attention to their times 
um and then figuring out like oh i put this much effort into this kind of time oh what if i tweak my uh what if i tweak my technique a little bit what if i hold my streamline for an extra half second what if i do an extra dolphin kick what if i try to time my kick uh you know slightly different make my stroke a little bit more efficient will that um manifest itself in a faster time and the fact that you just after every time you finish you can just kind of look over look for your split um really is just helpful to to be there uh for when they are ready to engage being great it's about just staying connected and focused longer than anybody else pretty much a, it's a game of attrition absolutely it, it truly is you're like that like the other person i'm in the water with is tired too <laughs> yeah, this sounds like a valuable tool when, with respect to that. So I, I talked to one of your buddies, Ryan Murphy, earlier today, and I tested him on his swim nerd knowledge. Oh, um, and and I and I he failed. He failed. Murphy failed. And I'm going to see if you fail or if Dang you're it. on it. It was a unique swim at the Atlanta Classic, the, the Speedo Atlanta Classic this past weekend. There was a distance swimmer who participated in the 50 freestyle and swam very fast. <laughs> Do you know the name of the person who swam fast? They, they, they were mostly known for swimming 400 free. They, they dabbled. I know who it is. I know, I know this one. And uh, do you want me to do like the weird, uh, I think when we were in um, in Japan, they, they pronounced his last name all, all weird. Uh, it was Zane. <laughs> Zane Grothy. Yeah. Hey, of course. 31 years old, Zane Grothy, a distance swimmer, went uh, 4,900 free, 22.7 or 8 in the 50 free. Good for you. You are a better swim nerd than Ryan Murphy. Yes, count it. I'll take it. Yeah. And honestly, hey, just so we're clear, Zane's, Zane always had that sprint stroke. He would just like save it for the last like 30 meters of the, of the 400 freestyle. You saw it. He would connect himself. He'd straighten out those arms. Oh, man, he swam nice and big. I was very happy for Zane and his celebration after that 50 was, that was, that was worth, that was worth seeing. <laughs> Any final thoughts? It's an exciting time to be a swim fan, man. I mean, it, it, it really is just uh, all the different narratives are starting to start to emerge for the, uh, the next games. And then after that, there's going to be a home games, which is going to be that much more exciting. So uh, it's, it's an exciting time. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.